welcome to another edition of the Honest Teacher Podcast. I'm Mike Espinos. This week, I'm going to be talking about conferences and burnout. And I'm talking about conference burnout there. Let's take a look at conferences in general. Why do we need to go to conferences? Well, at least in my state of Illinois, we need a certain amount of continuing professional development units, which are uh, which can be obtained through going to conferences, being a mentor, going to meetings, um, regular PD done at your school, as well as um, going to school. Now, the idea being that teachers need to be continuing lifelong learners. And it's important to be a lifelong learner. Obviously, it's something we want for our students, so it's something we should want for ourselves as well. However, it doesn't make going to conferences any more exciting if you don't want to be there. So the key is to look for the right conference. I start off with by subject matter. Now, obviously, you're going to go to a conference that fits what you're, what you're teaching, what you're learning. But there are conferences just beyond, or there are conferences out there that are beyond the usual subject matter of math, science, reading, social studies, any of those. There are conferences out there on social justice. There are conferences through your union. There are conferences that can bring you a whole host of new ideas and skills and things along those lines. And that's important that the subject matter goes beyond just what you bring into the classroom. Um, there's a lot of different types of conferences out there. There's your traditional conference where everybody goes up and then you just kind of walk around to whatever session works for you. But if you haven't heard of it yet, ed camps are something that's rising up on the horizon. And ed camps have been around for a while and they're really a lot of fun. I enjoy them. Um, it's a vote with your feet. It's a unconference is one of the things they call them. An ed camp is a chance for you as a teacher to go to a conference without really knowing what's going to happen and then people suggest sessions based on what they need or what they're interested in and other people say hey yeah I can host that session or hey I'd be interested in talking about that or whatever and it becomes a little looser and I find that it really you know it really gathers together the skills of the teachers around and it's kind of like the hallway conference happening but it's happening you know it's, it's happening in a slightly organized way. They're a lot of fun. Um, I definitely suggest checking out an ed camp if you, uh, if you can. And once you've done it, try bringing it back to your district for your PD days. It will make all the difference in how much your teachers are engaged in PD. Next up, we have large-scale conferences. And I'm talking giant, moving around the country, large-scale conferences. Uh, example being the American Library Association, has a giant conference. Um, I, was, I got to speak at that a few summers ago, and it was pretty awesome. There's um, the International Society of Te uh, Technology Educators, ISTE, is having a conference this summer. You're going to see these conferences. They're very, very large conferences where people come in from all over the nation, and they're usually a big deal. You get some of the best keynote speakers. You're going to get all sorts of different quality. There's a huge number of things you can go to. It's almost overwhelming in the amount of stuff there is. So those are other conferences you can go to. They're expensive, but they're really neat if you get a chance to go to them. And then one of the things you should also look for is non-traditional conferences. Now, when I say non-traditional conferences, I'm looking at things that are outside the scope of what we think about, or teachers wouldn't normally go to them. First up, professional organizations. Uh, if you're a science educator, yes, there's a science teachers conference. Um, NSTA has a science teacher conference. But there's so many more. 
there's other things out there. For example, the Society of Women Engineers has uh, conferences, and they're very much worth going to. Because as an educator, I get something out of being around people who are in the field. I make great connections, things along those lines. I learn about uh, opportunities in my area that I didn't know existed for my students to be able to either meet with professionals or go on field trips to visit things. It's a really great thing to do. Additionally, uh, one of the, the non-traditional conferences I found that I love a lot lately, and this is going to sound crazy, but comic conventions. It's amazing how many comic conventions these days are bringing teachers into the conventions as presenters, and they're presenting with industry professionals about how you can use pop culture in the classroom. Um, it's, a, it's a really great opportunity. It's an amazing amount of, of material that you get out of it. It's very new. It's, it teaches you really how to connect with your students, and it's a lot of fun, especially if you're a nerd like I am. All right, so you've picked your conference. Now, how are you going to get there? Well, obviously, the first step is talk to your administration. Um, you might be in an administration that is very active in promoting conferences and, and active in making sure that teachers get to the professional development they need, and that is really phenomenal. I hope you are. There's usually a procedure in place for your district to request conferences. Um, if you're in a district like I am, they aren't so keen on that. And I actually was denied going to the Illinois Computer Educators Conference um, and getting just a sub and time off as professional development because it did not relate to my subject matter is what I was told, even though I teach computer applications. So I was kind of confused by that one. Um, one of the things I do, because I've gotten denied for conference time and I don't like giving up my classroom time anyway, is I sneak it in. Uh, ed camps quite often are in the afternoons or on weekends. I go to conferences and I'll skip the Friday if it's over a weekend. Um, in many ways, I just do what I can. The thing that I don't know how if I recommend this or not, but I do it anyway, is I call it my summer tour, which is where most people look forward to their summer because it's a time for them to sit back and relax and take some time off. I look forward to summer because it's a time for me to go full speed and do as much as possible. And I attend about four or five conferences over the summer that are large scale conferences and usually two or three smaller conferences. So check out what you can. I know Google offers conferences. Uh, they offer a lot of professional development through, um, through, through Google offices, depending on what city you're in, if you're near a city. So all right, you've made it to your conference. now. What is it you should be looking for while you're there? Well, first thing is, I mentioned it a little earlier, the hallway conference. For me, the hallway conference is where the most interesting information and the best connections come from. The hallway conference is where you hear a good speaker in a PD, or you meet another professional, and you guys start sharing ideas, and you start talking, and you start getting to know each other, and um, you get a real personal connection with another expert. And it allows you to make that professional network that we're always looking, professional learning network that we're always looking to expand on. And you know that's a great way to meet new people. And I've made many amazing connections that have, have brought me some great friendships and some great professional experiences through the hallway conference, as it's called. All right, next up, pick something with challenging new ideas. Is there a thing that you've been afraid to try out that you've been hearing about? Gamification in your classroom, or using flipped classrooms, or personalized learning, or something like that, where there's a new idea out there, 
and you haven't been willing to check it out yet because you don't know enough, well then go to a conference uh, session that has something like that. Check out something new. You definitely want to find time to, to, to gather those new professional skills. You're going to come home so excited rather than the usual professional development where you just come home bored. If you're overwhelmed by the amount of stuff there is at a conference, pick a handful of sessions each hour that you're looking to go to and then look at the speakers for each of those sessions. See what kind of presence they bring. If they have an online presence, check out what they've done. Uh, have they written any books? Have they done any other speeches? Can you find those online? Are you going to be interested by what they're providing? Is what they're presenting today going to be something that they've presented in the past and is recorded online that you could check out? If so, that's great. No reason to miss it unless if you're really excited, definitely go. But if you can find that same speech online or the same presentation online, you can just bookmark it and come back to it. Finally, one of the things you're going to see at a lot of conferences is that there's sponsors often you'll see there. And many times, especially technology conferences or the larger conferences, there will be sponsored events. Now, I am not telling you to avoid sponsored events. I am cautious about sponsored events, but I do not avoid them. And one of the reasons is that I've gone to some really amazing PD that were sponsored events where I've learned a lot. Now, I did not, I couldn't tell you which company was sponsoring it, but the information the speakers brought was very, it, it gave me a new depth of understanding about the fields that they were talking about. And so sponsorship isn't bad. Those people are genuinely uh, expert in their field and they're there to sell you on their expertise. That's great. Mind the expertise. And you know what? If you find a great product for your school, there's nothing wrong with that. So once you start going to a lot of conferences, you start coming up into conference burnout. And that's where you just look at a, a list of sessions that are available and nothing looks good. You, you say to yourself, I've seen all these, I've done all these. You know, this is, this is just the same old, same old. I'm not excited by anything. That's fine. First thing you should do, stop looking at the sessions you've already done. Start looking at the sessions where you don't know what they're talking about. Leave your comfort zone. Go see something new. Something you don't even have an idea what it is, go check it out. You might be amazed. And you might even be the, the cool teacher who brings back the new idea. Just leaving your comfort zone is important as a teacher. It goes beyond, it goes beyond the average of just doing the same thing over and over again. That's what you're trying to get away from. That's why you're burnt out. Leave your comfort zone. And if you really want to leave your comfort zone, the next suggestion I have is become a presenter. Most likely, there is something that you're an expert on or you have a passion for. And if you have a passion for it, you need to bring that passion to other people. You need to tell people about it. You might say that there's already 15 or 20 presenters who do the same thing that you do, and that's great. But the thing is that you might have a different perspective that they don't. So become a presenter. Find out what areas you can talk on. And one of the most amazing things for me, having been a presenter so many times, is this question and answer session. I love the question and answer session because it challenges my assumptions about my own expertise and my own knowledge and makes me really answer questions from people in a thoughtful way that gives me something to bring back to my own classroom. Even though I was a presenter, I got something out of the PD. If neither of those things is for you, let someone else be your guide. Go to a conference and see that conference and see that knowledge acquisition through their eyes. 
somebody who is taking you somewhere you've never been before. For example, I've taken teachers to comic conventions and they're shocked by the amount of stuff that's available for them and they really are excited by the things that they can bring back to their school. They didn't know people were having conversations about how to create a LGBTQ friendly library or how to use physics in a fun way that's actually going to engage kids. Heck, there's even a comic book about math called Solution Squad, which is from a good friend of mine, Jim McLean, and you should check it out if you get a chance. But see the world through somebody else's eyes, and you will be amazed at the way that it can change your classroom and the way you teach. And of course, the final option is you can always host your own conference. There's nothing stopping you from creating an ed camp or creating a conference and working with the teachers to present something new. I've been to a handful of district-led conferences and they can be pretty amazing. It's up to you to make something great. And if you don't want to go through the effort of hosting a conference, then why not volunteer? It cuts down on the cost and it also gives you access to presenters and the conference and the leadership in ways that you've never had before. And that's going to allow you to look at things, again, from a different perspective. If you've done it all and if you've seen it all, being a volunteer is a new way to see things, and it really does make a difference in how you view things. Now, all those being said, I really do believe that teachers should be lifelong learners, and I do believe that conferences are helpful only if you're willing to get something out of them. So that's it for the show for this week. I want to remind you, as always, be a teacher and change the future. Make sure you check out some of our other podcasts by looking up hashtag TeacherPods. There's many great podcasts out there. Uh, check out the Lazy Teacher Podcast, as well as Classroom Brew. Now, if you'd like to see me coming up in the future, check out, uh, you can come find me at Denver Comic Con. I will be there on June 15th at 4.30 is when I will be speaking. So if you come late or you're just looking to rest your feet, come on in, check me out. I will also be speaking at an Ignite Talk at ISTE, which is in Chicago, on, I believe, June 24th. i got to get the exact date down for that one. I'll be the third speaker of the day. I think it'll be right around 10.30 or 11 in, in the morning. In addition to that, I will be in Minneapolis on June 30th through July 5th at the National Education Association Representative Assembly. You can find me there. I will most likely, on the 4th of July, be dressed in a ridiculous manner, so make sure you bring your camera. And after that, on July 17th, I will be at the College of DuPage. And then there is a potential upcoming gig down in Tennessee in the near future. So I'll keep you informed as that comes up. So as always, I'd like to thank Layer 8 Education for being one of our subscribers. Please make sure that you like, uh, our, uh, like us on Facebook, social media, any of those things. Interact with us there. Ask questions. Reach out to us, just let us know how you, what do you think of the show, anything you want to hear about, any topics you would find interesting. I'm always up to suggestions. Um, on iTunes, please make sure that you at least rate the show, if possible. If you could give a, 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 a review, that would be wonderful. That helps out a lot, more than you can imagine. We need to have more teacher podcasts show up. I found so many teacher podcasts by meeting uh, with other people at conferences that I couldn't even find in iTunes unless I knew the exact name. We need to get education podcasts to the top of the stack. All right, well, that's it for me. Have a great week.